Charles Cube Gurley III tells us why he chose South Alabama. It's Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thrilled to have South Alabama commit cornerback out of St. Augustine High School in New Orleans. It is Charles Cube Gurley III. We'll get to him momentarily. Over the weekend, also, well, I guess maybe it was over the weekend. Louisiana got a commit. They got their class of 24 quarterback, also out of a Louisiana powerhouse. Daniel Beal out of Catholic High in Baton Rouge. And then to wrap up things, we'll do a quick recap and see where we are on Sunbelt Recruiting for the class of 2024. So without further ado, he is Charles Cube Gurley III, cornerback, a commit to South Alabama. Welcome back to another edition of Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Really thrilled to have one of those, what was it, seven uh, recruits that committed to the South Alabama Jaguars over the weekend. Charles Cube Gurley III uh, join us now. <laughs> cornerback out of uh, uh, St. Augustine, powerhouse, people will know that. Leonard Fournette's high school, Tyron Matthews high school. Uh, we obviously, you know, even I can figure out you get the nickname Cube from, you know, your father and your grandfather being uh, first. Uh, all right. So let's get to, right to it. Uh, thanks for hopping on. And why did you choose South Alabama? South Alabama is a great program. You know, they have great academics as well as athletics, and they're just constantly excelling every year, I feel like. So. And- and so when did they when did they start recruiting you? This process seems to get earlier and earlier. Kane Womack is only heading into his uh, third season as the Jags head coach. Oh, they started recruiting me during the middle of my junior year, I would say. I think so. Or maybe a little bit towards the end. Either one, but that's mainly where my recruiting took took off. So now did you know anything? Have you known anything about South Alabama before that? Oh, I did, yeah. I definitely watched a lot of Sunbelt games and I started seeing them. You know, they're a young program, but like like I said earlier, they're definitely excelling. And I like I like what the future has in store. So now checking out 24-7, so you can correct me, uh, you know, add add some other additions. You were recruited by Indiana. That's a power five school. Marshall, Sunbelt Foe, Mississippi Valley State. You were offered Southeastern Louisiana and Toledo. And there seems to be one that's sticking out just a little bit different than the others. Uh, maybe not in football powers, but there's an Ivy League school on there. There's Columbia University, and that is in a little bit different part of the world in, in uh, New York. Did you give any thoughts about going to Columbia uh, and, uh, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, going from, uh, you know, the south to the northeast and, and, you know, challenging yourself academically? It's definitely a great organization, but, you know, one th- I'm very focused on academics, and I think Alabama has just as much as Columbia has especially in my major that I wanted to major in. So. Which is what? What do you want to major in? I want to do nursing. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. That's great. We're talking with Charles Q. Gurley uh, third. All right, so tell us about the recruiting process. What's, what's it like? I mean, anybody who comes to New Orleans to check out whomever, right, they're always going to stop at St. Augustine just to see sure. who's there, right? So <laughs> how, does that, how does that process start for you? Um, it started towards the end of my junior year, like I said earlier. Um, I'm kind of a late bloomer, I would say, and my recruitment really didn't pick up until so later on in my in my um, high school career. So when you say late bloomer, does that mean you sprouted up from like five five yeah. to like six one over the summer? Uh, no, a couple I wasn't years five ago? five. I wasn't five five. I was right. shorter than I am right now. So 
Mm-hmm. All right. So then, that, so did when you sprouted up, were you a little bit awkward? Obviously, you know, if you, you sprout up from five eight to six two, that's a that's a good chunk. You know, maybe you know your leg your legs aren't you know you know don't have that base or something like that. You can fly, but you maybe not under control. I would definitely say I was a little awkward and probably discoordinated, but I think along the season I started getting used to my size and my weight. I started using it to my advantage, and I think I that's mean, why recruits started like liking what they were seeing. So, and you're 17 years old. Yes, sir. Listed at 6'2", 180? Yes, sir. I mean, that's pretty good size. I presume they'll put on a little bit of weight, but I wouldn't want to add too much more weight And unless you want to move over to safety. I mean, if you're, you know, good size corner, 6'2", 180 sounds pretty good to me. Between 180 and 190, that's a pretty good size corner. Um, how fast do you run? And oh, don't I tell ran. me you don't know because – My fastest know. 40 was a 449. That's what I clocked. All right, so as a 17-year-old, you're under 4'5". That's fly. Sir. All right, that's fly. Uh, what do you like about playing corner? Uh, I just I just like how you can just, you know, put on a show. Like, it's all about two when you're at corner. Like, you're on an island, and it's just – it's really just you and the receiver, you know. It's just intense, and it just allows you to become your best self, in my opinion. All right, so I, I'm probably one of the last. I don't know if you watched Ted Lasso. I, I haven't watched it until uh, this week, and I thought it was pretty good for Jordan Thompson because one of the things that Ted Lasso suggests is – you know, uh, goldfish are the happiest animals on the earth because they have the shortest memory. So as a cornerback, you have to have a real short memory. Definitely, definitely. Did that, how, how long did that take you to adjust that? You know, you can't be thinking about the last play. You got to get over it quick because otherwise it's going to be over your head and for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It definitely took some time, but I started to get used to it. You know, like I would always say, like, you could have a great game, you know, lockdown, no, no catches let up. And the sooner that nine ball comes and they catch it on you, it's over. <laughs> Everything just it just feels like the world's ending. So you gotta just keep a level head and stay smooth, you know? It just that's what I always try to do. We're talking with Charles Cube, Gurley the third, uh newest one of the newest recruits to South Alabama. All right, who was the lead recruiter for, for the Jaguars? That oh, brought Coach you Smith. Coach Smith. Smitty, that's what they call him. Coach Smitty. Coach Smitty. Yes, and, sir. Uh, <laughs> he's a character. What, yes, sir. All right, so how um how did you connect with him? Um, I started talking to him via Twitter, and then, he, and then we exchanged numbers, and I, I just kept in touch with him throughout the season. So he's definitely been in my corner for for quite some time. All right. And it just so happens that the Jaguars are coming to you uh, Labor Day weekend. Yes, um, they're coming to play Tulane. I presume mm-hmm. you'll probably be on the sidelines for that game. I, I was looking into that, but I think we have a game that day, a little, you, right the, before the game starts. Yes, sir. Does St. Augustine That's play on Saturdays? That's our season opener, yes, sir. Yeah. Saturday night lights. That's a little bit different. That's a little bit different. You guys play. You guys play on Saturdays yes, uh, in, instead of Fridays. What's it like playing for like a football powerhouse at Saint at Saint Augustine? You know, I looked up that you know, ten years ago they were honoring thirty three NFL alumni, and you mm-hmm. mentioned you know I mentioned Leonard Fournette. You told me about Tyron Matthew. What's yeah. it like playing football at Saint Augustine? That has, is there pressure? What are the expectations there? I wouldn't say pressure. There's definitely energy in the brotherhood. So it's just awesome playing there, especially with my guys. What have you learned? What have you learned playing football at St. Augustine? So I just learned to be a team player. You know, I can't I can't put myself above the team. We have to be all level headed, and we have to all just work together. You know, was that an issue somewhere along the way? <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. You know, we over the summer we built that up, the teamwork, you know, tenacity and stuff like that. But as time progressed, we you know we've become more of a brotherhood. We learned to help each other. 
I mean, you're working out over the summer. I mean, it is, it is hot. I, you know, there's nothing to me. There's nothing worse than people from the South complaining about it's too hot. But now it's too hot, right? 95 degrees and 95% humidity is one thing. But when you're playing outside and it's 110, 112, you know, heat index, are you, how careful are you guys? Because it, it, that's, that's just dangerous just walking around. Oh, no, we're definitely careful, but we're still getting in every day of the week. Somehow, some way. If we're not outside, we're in the weight room. And if we're not in the weight room, we're in the uh, we're on a uh, board. So always a way to get better. You just go outside, get it done shorter. Like we got a half an hour. We can't we can't do any more than a half an hour because otherwise everyone's gonna go a little crazy. Or, or we'll get on the board, you know, and do chalk talks. So there's always something we can do to improve. There you go. Who do you uh, who do you model your game after? Is there somebody that you look after that that you look up to? A current cornerback? Uh, I like Sauce Gardner a lot. I like his swag. Yeah. He, has a, he played with a lot of swag. And Jerry Alexander too. I like him too. All right, what about Stingley? Stingley's also a great corner, but I don't watch him as much. He is uh, Charles Cube, a girly of third. What about, um, let's wrap it up here on Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Why make the decision now? What, what goes into that? I always wonder, you know, a lot of kids make this decision in January. They can't sign until December. At least you waited until, until June. You only have, what, you know, five more months before you can make a decision. What went into the decision to make the decision now? <laughs> uh, I really just wanted to stay focused for the rest of my senior year and give all I could to my teammates, you know, just just stay focused on the team and, you know, stay focused on the grind. I didn't want to have this in the back of my head. I wanted to get it done with so I can just stay focused on my crafts and getting better as a player and a teammate. All right, a couple more questions. Just two more. What were you good at when you started, and what would you like to work on this year as a senior? I was definitely always good at being very physical. I was As soon as I started, I, I just thinking physical, 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 hit, hit, hit. That's all I was thinking, but – what I can work on, I say, is definitely I want to stay work on staying low. You know, I'm a tall, lanky corner, so I like to pop up sometimes. But I, I'm working on staying low and my footwork. You go, you, you can never stop improving footwork. So, well, I'm sure those South Alabama coaches, not to mention the St. Augustine coaches, love hearing a, a, a six-two corner wants to be physical. So that's that's good stuff. It's He's sir. Charles Cube, Gurley the third. Really appreciate your time hopping on Locked On Sunbelt. Uh, best of luck this season at St. Augustine, appreciate and we'll be seeing you in the Sunbelt. Thank you so much. Yes, Thank you. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about the Raging Cajuns quarterback for the class of 2024. He committed over the weekend, Daniel Beal, out of Catholic High in Baton Rouge. But first, let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend betting from everything, from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That may not be a bad idea. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. If you're asking me, I will let you know if we get to do that uh, tomorrow. Okay, uh, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. The South Alabama, well, we talked about South Alabama and, and Charles Cube, uh, Gurley III, but the uh, Louisiana Raging Cajuns, uh, off to a little bit of a slow start, according to 2024. Uh, it doesn't look like it's been updated, right, the amount of commits that they have. Uh, but they did get one commit. Uh, they did get... Uh, Daniel Beal, quarterback out of 
Catholic high in Baton Rouge. All state a quarterback, and Catholic high is just one of the premier schools in South Louisiana. They are power in Baton Rouge, basically. Well, not basically, but it's them and U High, for the most part, University High, which is, is right there on the on the LSU campus. And Daniel Beal had, you know, I don't know if he had offers from Mississippi State, LSU, probably not LSU, but Louisiana Tech and Colorado State. And he decided to come to the Cajuns. He had offers from Colorado State, Louisiana Tech. They do list LSU, Mississippi State, and Florida State. But no offers. But nonetheless, that's a big, that's a nice little inroads there for Mike Desimo. Let's be honest. He's a 6'2", 190-pound uh, quarterback. Uh, they are always in it, if not state champions. They're a, a power in Baton Rouge. And it's nice to get that kind of, not only leadership, but kind of winner. All right? And it's nice for the Raging Cajuns to get a little inroads in Baton Rouge. They do a good job, like Kate Womack is trying to do over in South Alabama and Mobile and Baldwin County, the Cajuns do a pretty good job of recruiting locally. And then when you can tap into Baton Rouge as well and get some kids to come over, uh, come over to, to Lafayette and play for the Cajuns, uh, that is, uh, the, I was going to say the Chefalaya Basin. So um, that's what I was trying to say. So that's nice to do. And then you can build from that. Daniel Beal may be able to get some guys to come. A lot of players like to recruit each other these days, uh, social media wise. And obviously, you know, you would think the next question would be, you know, anybody else that we should be looking at? <laughs> Any other your teammates? What about guys you play against? Anybody else? Uh, who do you think is worth worthy of coming to play for uh, the Cajuns? Because if you start to look at it, and I don't know the entire quarterback room, when it comes to the Cajuns, but obviously the top three are Ben Wooldridge, uh, Chandler Fields, and Zeon Chris. And I think Wooldridge and Fields are basically done after this year, whereas Zeon Chris is a redshirt freshman. So let's just, again, for the sake of this argument, say Zeon Chris is the quarterback for this season. So that would be his second year, although I'd have to go back and look to see if he's got, you know, if you don't play in four ball games, if you don't play in more than four ball games and the bowl game doesn't count, it doesn't count. Um, but we'll just say for the sake of argument, this is year number two. Like he's a redshirt freshman. All right. So year number two. Uh, and so Beal is still in high school. Then Beal comes over. He redshirts. Zeon Chris is now a redshirt sophomore. And now Beal is the backup as a redshirt freshman. And then Zeon Chris in his third year is a redshirt junior. Does he go pro? Does he try to go pro? Can he go pro? Because now he's been here with the school for four years. All right. Then all of a sudden, Beal is starting as a redshirt sophomore, or does he have to wait until until he plays as a redshirt junior? He would still have a couple of seasons to play, but you can see where, boy, maybe and maybe Beal's just one of those guys, or Chris is one of those guys to move on after you know his fourth year in college. Who knows what the case is? Just kind of playing it out in my mind. What well, could be the soonest? I mean, the soonest could be Zion. Chris is an all time great and leaves after his. Redshirt sophomore season, right? He could do that if that's a possibility. Probably not, but you understand on how that could be the case. So, uh, so Beal would have to sit. You would think that Beal would sit at least two seasons. Tough to think this. You'd want to be sitting after two seasons, kind of like Walker Howard, right? That's a good example. Walker Howard went to LSU not expecting to play his first year, but then all of a sudden, you got Jane Dan who's going to be another year. And they got Nussmeyer, who's in front of him. 
And so when is he going to play? So walk out of transfer to Ole Miss, right? And so he wasn't going to sit around and wait until maybe I can play for two years. You want to be able to play uh, for three years. Uh, and so we'll we'll see. I, I presume Daniel Beal will, you know, obviously he's going to want to come in. He's going to tell you, no, I'm going to come in there and win the job, which is you would expect that from mostly everybody, right? You, I'm going to come in there and win the job. Probably not always going to be the case, but, you know, you get the kid in there. He gets to learn the system. Uh, someone's got to be the backup to Zion Chris. And so uh, maybe that is the case. Who knows? And again, if you don't play in more than four ball games and a bowl game doesn't count, you, you know, continue to keep that redshirt. So you can actually play and keep the redshirt. So uh, it is a big get for the Raging Cajuns and Mike Desimo and company should be very, very proud. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll do a little quick recap. Although I don't think that 24-7 is quite up to date on the Sunbelt recruiting, but we'll tell you what they got as of right now. All right, we'll do that when we come back after this. All right, again, special thanks to everybody. We're up, up over 300 subscribers. It's outstanding. Again, appreciate the comments. Uh, I didn't talk about and I'll talk about them now, maybe because I did get a comment in there. It was about South Alabama you know, having a big recruiting weekend. He's like, oh, by the way, App State's got 20 and Southern Miss got 15. You know what? We didn't talk about them, but we will now. All right. Or coming up anyway. So I appreciate the feedback. I am the one answering the comments. It is me, uh, what it says, locked on Sunbelt. So appreciate that. If you see it on YouTube, like it, leave your comments, share the video. Uh, also, don't forget, anytime you see the audio, uh, you can, or anytime you get your audio podcast, you can get locked on Sunbelt, wherever it is, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, iHeart. Spotify, Stitcher. Also, any reviews uh, and ratings would be severely appreciated. Sincerely appreciated, probably is a better way of saying that. All right. So thank you so much for that. Honestly, the goal is five. We got two months before opening season, before the season opens up. Two months. Can we get 500 subscribers on there before uh, that happens? We think July is going to be a good month because we have, you know, it's it's all the, uh, we got S, uh, Sunbelt Media Days plus all the, rankings and preseason rankings and stuff like that come out so we can talk about that when they do all right again uh, thank you so much for tuning in i am your host uh dave schultz let's see if we got that back up there yeah we do all right uh, all right quickly so let's go over where we are and this will be a good thing to remember so at the end of june basically at the end of june there may be some more commits here before the holiday over the weekend but as of right now um southern miss leads the way uh they are ranked number one with 15 commits they got five three stars app state has 20 commits they have five three stars all right uh but then a lot of these a lot of the teams are not ranked a lot of the players don't seem to be ranked just yet that could be because they're going to get ranked this summer like troy is ranked number three but they got a total of three commits coastal carolina has 10 commits and they're behind troy i mean the quality is not that big a difference it can't be that big a difference so Southern Miss has 15 commits. App State has 20 commits. Troy has just three commits. Coastal Carolina has 10. See, Texas State has one commit, and I know that's not right. They they are they they think that Kef Chiadello is telling us that they have like 50 new players, right? Because it is not limited. There, it is only limited to 85 scholarships. You can bring in as many people as you want to get to the 85. And I thought I saw Kef say they have like 50 new people coming in. So I don't know about the class of uh, 25, but they did get, you know what they did get? Texas State also did get a 
quarterback. I guess that's him. Brad Jackson. Is that, is that, yeah, that looks like him. Uh, a lot like uh, Cube Gurley the third. He had uh, an offer from Columbia. Oh, goodness. Listen, how bright this kid is. Columbia, Georgetown, Harvard. He's from San Antonio, stayed home to play football at Texas State. All right, let's uh, check out where else we have here. In uh, the Sun Belt, Marshall has four commits. Georgia State, four commits. Georgia Southern, seven commits. See, some of these schools don't have any rankings whatsoever. Uh, South Alabama has nine commits, and the Cajuns, it has listed one commit. But I believe uh, uh, Robin Fambro of uh, the uh, Advocate said that uh, Beal was the fourth commit for the Cajuns for 2024. So we'll keep uh, up to date as this gets updated. Probably be sometime in July. Uh, but some of these schools, I mean, App State is, you know, they're basically done, right? Southern Miss is, you know, got more than half their class. Coastal Carolina almost has half their class. And we did the episode on South Alabama, who had like two players committed on Thursday of last week. And then, you know, we wake up Monday and they have nine. So uh, they're rocking and rolling uh, as well. All right. Hopefully we will be back again tomorrow with another edition of Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, have a great day, and we'll talk to you again soon.